Welcome to Sweeping the Country. This is uh, the special holiday edition. My co-host here and Jimmy, we have yet on our podcast to really go over these holidays. We've done uh, we've done Halloween, but we haven't talked much about Thanksgiving, which is just over, and uh, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever coming up. Let me just tell you. I mean, Thanksgiving we are it's a time we all should be thankful for. Yeah, but gluttony is not one of my sins generally. <laughs> And uh, How about I, don't this? Really, I don't go crazy on Thanksgiving, uh, eating, uh, you know, just gorging myself and having to go off in a room and die. All right. And, fine. I mean, I can kind of eat the same amount of food at the daytime as I can. I usually have someone if this week I had someone like do the lunch and then I like to do a little something and eat it again, like about six hours later. I do too. I do you know, too. If I can do that. I enjoy the second time as much as the first. I just can't sit there like a camel. And, and just drink it. water. Blah, 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 blah. I can't do it. <laughs> My problem is, I don't, I don't listen, like that feeling of being gorged. I don't like that feeling. You at all. can't tell me that you don't you don't sit there and snack on those appetizers all day long. When you go through the kitchen, you grab well, a cracker. I mean, that's cheese. the thing I don't like either. We we're what? eating at noon. We eat noon. I will not. I mean, I put the little forward down years ago. I hated that having to wait till one or two o'clock in the yeah. morning, you know, in the afternoon to eat. Yeah. Hell, I've been hungry for six hours. I mean, by then, I mean, I just don't, I just didn't enjoy the whole process of that. And so I, as soon as I had got some control over that, I changed those rules. Okay. We're going to eat it. Okay. Like so any other time. All right. So what are you having tonight? Now that that's all over with, what are you having tonight? You're going to have something. Are you still doing the leftover thing or are you going to branch no, out? And do done, pizza? No, done with that at this point. Yeah. Right. Done with that. Moving on. And it, but we'll do something similar. You know, around Christmas, that's a whole yeah. other deal with eating. You know, another one of those eating holidays. <laughs> I and, do love it, and uh, sometimes the same stuff. But it's it's usually this. It's usually a repeat. Yeah. You know, four weeks later, you've done that. You're doing the same food again, and it's just you know everybody's different in different parts of the country and all that. But you know, we are starting. We are so close to Christmas or Hanukkah, whichever one you know you're doing, or yeah. maybe none of them all. But man, this gift giving thing. It's so much pressure behind it. It always has been. But I was trying to remember being the recipient when mm. I was a child. You know, what was your greatest Christmases? And I I was very fortunate. I mean, I didn't come, you know, where I, I got a shiny apple or something was my Christmas. Yeah. I had good Christmases, and I have great memories of that. I mean, and my best one was a train set. Oh, I it love was, the was, train uh, set. It was nailed on a plywood board. Oh, man. And it was an HO. It was an, the next scale, but not the one up above that. And it was it was great. And then my mother, at some point later, years you know, ten years later, maybe less, uh, gave it away because what? it got in the way. It was on a wooden. It was on a big wooden plywood oh. plywood. Thing. And you know, mothers, particularly of the fifties and of the early sixties, they were clean freaks. Yeah, because that was their deal. I mean, yeah, sure, they took care of that house, and they may have even had a maid, but they didn't like clutter. They didn't like a lot of stuff around there. So she gave away. She put my all my baseball cards. This is I'm not using them anymore. I'm now 16. I think the way I can piece this together. Yeah. All my baseball cards were put in the attic. I didn't know they were put in the attic. She oh, put them in the God. attic to get them out of my room. Yeah, I but never you know, in her defense, in her defense, no, years old, I found yeah. out that's where they were. Yeah, but in her defense, we didn't know they were going to be worth millions of dollars later. I mean, no, we, but it, <laughs> where the bottom line is of this, parents, mother, if you have, and usually it's the moms. Don't throw away your kids' toys. Okay. I mean, if they're crappy toys or something, but if it's like a train set or something like a, a, a baseball cards, or maybe it's Picayou or whatever that thing is now. Pikachu. 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 Whatever it is, don't don't throw away 
I mean, you're going to have to put them in something and keep them. Don't throw away all these clothes that they wore. I mean, let them hand them down to their next kids or whatever. It is just kind of fun. Yeah. Crap away, which my mother did. And, uh, and Lord knows, I mean, the baseball cards alone, uh, I, oh. there was an, in, I was a second generation on the, on the train set. One of them, part of the train set, I had two different engines. Mm-hmm. One was a modern day, which would have been like 1961 or 62. I remember it was a Santa Fe engine. And then we had another one that m- one of my brothers had. So it was from the forties. Oh my God. Train that you know that you could move it was a fine piece of work oh yeah you know you, you go back I, i've collected thing. that kind of stuff metal. i have collected that kind of stuff and those old trains i have a, a ho set that i, I really love yeah. and i have four engines and i have the big copper controller and i never mounted it on a board like you're talking about i still have everything jimmy i have all of it but some of those old engines those santa fe's you're talking about the old ones oh. they had a flywheel system it wasn't just a rubber band on some wheels it was a flywheel you could feel That's the one this engine that was my brother's in the 40s it was heavy yeah right i mean right. it was a big hunk of metal there that was the old it was pretending to be an old steam engine, yeah right you know right with the wheel going around oh, but anyway man. all that stuff was given in that case the train set was given to uh this child of my father's kind of junior law partner that he and, and he had a little boy and so let's just give them jimmy's train he's not using yeah. it anymore thrown <laughs> out of it you are bitter you know it's just i don't know just <laughs> It's all right. So look at you said very difficult, and I just I just really hated that they gave those two things. You know, just made them. But I wasn't. I didn't know I was missing them. Didn't even knew I care. No, until I got you know much later, much much later. Well, when you want to share it with your your grandkids or your kids, I you wanted know? to share it with myself. I was afraid that engine <laughs> might be worth, and those baseball cards are probably worth a lot of money. Well, you'd be a you rich know, man. There's no doubt. 19, these are nineteen fifty seven through probably 62 baseball cards. You'd have been rich. And, you know, all those people are Willie Mays and Roger Maris and Sandy <laughs> oh Koufax and all those people. Oh, my God. You and I wouldn't be talking <laughs> right now. Good. You'd be living in Beverly Hills. Uh, you know what, though? Yeah, so, okay, so I want to ask you something. Since we're talking about Christmas and you were talking about your favorite, and obviously the train was one of your big – so as a yep. kid, as a kid, the train. Now, fast forward, go to your, I don't know, your 30s, your 40s, as a young adult – what was the best gift you got from the kids to to yourself? I mean, what think about that a little bit? Because I always liked. I don't. I can't think of one. No, actually, now, no. Di- I you can't got think to of even deep. one. I mean, no. I mean, I remember almost every one of my Christmases. I I remember how I enjoyed in my thirties or so with my kids were little, yeah. getting them the Princess Barbie car. Oh, that was the fun, Barbie wasn't Jeep, it? And watching them, they really both enjoyed that particular gift. Uh, I can't remember what else they had over the years, but yeah, you know, fair the, enough. Two, I really remember giving my two oldest girls and uh, they really enjoyed those. And I enjoyed being a part of that, watching that yeah. on Christmas morning. That was very exciting. You know, uh, but damn, you know, what's so weird and who knows why well, I'd like to talk to them about that sometime, what they remember, because I remember my Two bicycle Christmases. Oh, I did too. I did too. Corvette and a Swin and a Swin Sting were those two Christmases. Might even have been a third in there somewhere with bicycles. I remember the train set Christmas. I remember the uh, it was H O scale, I believe, slot car by Aurora. Those Aurora electric tracks, and you put them in there. 
I had uh, some of those. The the one, that was a great Christmas, They too. were the best. But there was always one car that was faster than all the other cars. It seemed yeah, like there was... And then I went to the other slot car later that was bigger. There were, they had actually places you would go in the mall yeah. and race them. I never got that big on that. But I liked my little HO thing, which I did for a while. Yeah, it's fun. And all those were... And I got a car for Christmas when I was in college. That wow. was a great... I had, the, I had the flu. I was really sick. And so it was in the it was out in the car, you know, and out in the driveway, mm -hmm. and I got to sit in it. Then I had to go back and be sick. That was very <laughs> difficult to have a new car and not, and not be go anywhere. I think I started it or something, but it was yeah. Uh, why not? I love really, it. Not even remember this brand, but it was brand new to the country. I had one of the first Ford Capris. I. Oh my, that's Mercury the Capri. I think hey, it actually was. You, you are going to laugh. You, you this is going to blow you away. You know what my very first car was? A Ford Capri, six cylinder, <laughs> four speed. I bought it for five hundred bucks, and it had a sunroof, and it was fast. And yeah, they were great cars. They were great. They were great. Well, Holy I cow. remember that because in college, and they had made me hoof it the first semester, but it really got to be a problem. And then they kind of felt like they really almost had to give me some kind of wheels yeah, yeah. or make it was going to get some. So was it a stick? Yeah, I definitely remember that Christmas. And, you know, it was uh, Christmas was fun, but there's so much pressure. You know, when you, the women in your life, if you're a guy, man, trying to figure out what the hell you're going to get them. Yeah, that is tough. I agree. Time, it's so tough. And uh, it's they just, try to make I it easy. It counts and everything else. But, you know, it's tough. And my father was impossible to buy for impossible well he had it uh, all didn't he i mean yeah it's well, hard yeah, to you buy couldn't, i certainly couldn't afford to get him i mean back over here is a gavel yeah that's about five feet tall with a mallet that's, oh i love it that's big i found it in a store in san antonio and it had a bronze you know like a cover where you could get it engraved yeah and i had it engraved oh he loved it i bet and uh let me sing this second let's for those of you who can't see, which is all of you, Jimmy is digging through a shelf of memorabilia. It's got a Jets helmet on it, some gold records. This is a samurai sword. He does have a samurai. Put that down, Jimmy. Put that down. Now he's digging through some other right. items in the back. He's got a Darth Vader helmet. Oh, here comes the gavel. Here comes the judge. <laughs> Let me tell you what I put in there. I got it. I said, to my banker, lawyer, judge, jury, and father. Oh. James J. Carter from James M. Carter. Oh, that is it's the nice. only present I ever gave him. What age? That he took to the office. What age were you, and what age was he? What? What age were you when you gave it to him? What age was he when you? Probably um, twenty or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, so you're a young guy. Yeah, I, I was love a, it. I was probably still in college, but later years in college. Yeah, that's and great. it was the only thing he ever took to the office that anybody ever gave him and hung it on his wall. Oh, that's cool. And boy, I was proud of that. Oh that yeah, was really that was a knockout of the park. Yeah, home run type of deal. It's fun to find those kind of gifts, but you got to you got to really it's it's hard. You got to know the people really well, and then you got to know you know where to find what you're looking for on top you know, of it. You just you know, I would have never been able to find this. Yeah, you stumble across it. He's stumbling back now. He's got Minnie Pearl's hat with the price tag on it. I gotta put the samurai sword back. Yeah, be careful. Don't put it there, Jimmy. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> be careful you don't cut the mini pearl tag off the hat. That's yeah. Not, yeah. This is a mini pearl hat. <laughs> it's on Darth Vader. I'm gonna tell you something. We're talking about gifts and we're talking about Christmas and all that, but I'm gonna go back to your birthday for a second because 
you are the same as your father. You think you're easy to buy for. Your kids struggle. Let me tell you something. You are not easy to buy for because you've seen no, it all, no. done it all, and have it all. So there you go. So what do you do? It's, what do you it's do? tough. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, you always like just a picture or something handmade yep. or something like that. Yeah, my mom uh, came up for uh, the holiday and didn't say anything. And uh, years ago, 10 years ago, I was at her house, and I loved this teak lounge chair she had out on her balcony. And uh, she's kind of looking to move. They're packing things up. And so they came for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I came home from work one day, and I walked through to the sliding glass door. And there was this, if you can imagine what kind of chairs the Titanic would have, right, made out of that folding teak wood. Yep. And it's one of those chairs, and it's 20, 30, I don't know deck how many chair. years old. Beautiful deck chair, uh, teak wood with the brass hinges and the plates over the, you know, and I just love it. And it's not the cost of the chair. It's the thought and me saying 10 it, years ago. You kind of almost, and I know some organized people yeah. do this, and that's really keep your eye out for stuff all year long. That's what you got to do, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then in some people, they're so good at what they do. Uh, I can't really show this to you, but someone had an uh, anime uh, and uh, kind of a cartoon picture mm-hmm. made of me. And uh, it's just was really cool that they spent that much time and sent it off to some artist to draw. and Like a character picture? That's what you appreciate. It's, it couldn't, things you couldn't buy yourself. Yeah, yeah. Nor would you buy, right? You'd never sit down and Nor say, hey, draw buy. me a yeah, drop picture. It'd be too insane to do yeah. that. But, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, Christmas is, is in those kind of get I, I feel so right now, I feel even though we're four weeks at least more, yeah, almost four and a half yeah. from Christmas, I'm pressured out already. I'm freaking <laughs> out because I don't well, know. Calm down. About that, you know? You got time. Calm down. There's all kinds of time. Send me a but list. But I told you. <laughs> Saying, I don't know what the hell to give you. You know, I mean. All right, I got an idea. It's nothing. You know, you can't do it. I got an idea. You were just talking about all these things that you have. What is the one thing in the common thread with all these things you're talking about is you have the memory, right? You have the memory of the gavel. You have the gavel. You have the memory of the train, the bicycle. You have the memory of giving your kids stuff. Why don't you take a family trip? Why don't you all go somewhere? Why don't you do something like the place you like and take everybody. Just take them. Say, when hey. nobody's going anywhere, well, and trying to get the crew together is literally <laughs> impossible. I mean, you saw we couldn't do it for my yeah, for my was, surprise birthday party. We couldn't do it. That was pretty tough. That was I mean, tough. I have a really wild a bunch of people, you know. That yeah, are, that's true. <laughs> with older girls and people start getting in their 20s and they've got boyfriends and that's true. better apps and they're running in six places from Sunday. It's, but I'm just saying – the Christmas gifts, if you give someone the that's an important memory, yeah, uh, you know, I, again, I've never asked that question to my daughters. That would be something that yeah. I would be interested in. Do you remember any of the Christmases we ever had? Yeah. And see what they remember of any presents they yeah, ever how got. Do they, how do they Love remember them? You know, I want to know how they remember. Like, because you remember them one way. You're feeling, and I think that was my question, getting into your 30s and 40s. Christmas becomes something else because now you're just reacting to what they feel, right? You're seeing, right. you know, you see the reaction. You go, okay, good. That was a great thing to do. And it was fun and it brought joy and all that. But it'd be interesting to see how they remember it, you know, as adults now. And just yeah, as. And plus, when you get older too and your kids grow up, yeah, as you're experiencing now, yeah. it's difficult. And you rent them for an hour or two the, exactly. here and there. But exactly. honestly, with the I, I wish they'd almost outlaw gift giving. You know, yeah. it would just, I mean, you can't do that because it just sounds, it just, 
it's when people do it, it, it just makes me cringe. I know that's what everybody ought to do, but it just, it's you know, hard. it's the of it all. It's I hard. mean, there are many people and I feel so bad. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't lucky enough to have a bunch of children and stuff. Yeah. And I understand their feeling absolutely that they would hit the button on October the 28th and come back up on January the 2nd. Yeah, I because they hate New Year's and they hate Christmas and they hate Thanksgiving and they hate all the holiday hoopla. And I get that 100%. I get it because a lot of people have dysfunction or they have people that have left yeah. You know, through I mean, I miss my mom and dad terribly sure, sure. during the holidays, and I would hope someone would miss me when I was gone. But it, uh, you know, it's just it's a difficult time for people. It can be a very difficult time. I would agree with and that. And some I feel so guilty too. They they spend far more money than they should, mm-hmm. you know, because their guilt is so high, and they want to make it up, so they go into debt over Christmas stuff. And man, you can't do that. No, you know, you, you got. You can't. But it's it's a tough time of the year. It can be a very difficult time of the year for people. And uh, it is for me. I mean, I have a lot of emotions that fly around at the end of a year. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, the end of that year thing going on that, yeah. that happens yeah. now. Uh, work is dysfunctional this time of year. Oh, completely. A yeah. lot of people are off and they're, you know, I mean, you're, you're in that, you know, people aren't totally focused. A lot of times people get canned. Yep, this time of true. year that is true yeah uh, we're almost a well we're right at the canning moment right now it's about actually. time to can yeah it's about six weeks to the end of the year <laughs> and they love to fire you and give you six weeks pay and it comes out when you get no pay starting january 1 Oof. and you can do a thing about getting a job pretty much now until they're not really even most people and sometimes it is but in the jobs that i'm familiar with Usually couldn't get anybody to talk to you after the first of the year. Yeah, you might be able to jump in on a, a UPS or a FedEx job or something well, like something like that. Macy's, yeah, but, but a yeah. career type yeah. job. Yeah, you know, it, so it is a hard time of the year yeah. for a lot of people in a lot of different ways, and I think people have to be sympathetic to that. I think you have to be yeah. sensitive that people are a little more intense in their driving because they're more distracted. I would uh, you agree. You see people driving faster. You have a lot of. Uh, multi-purpose moms that are trying to get kids from here to there yep. trying to do that trying to do that while they've still got a career and they're not focusing on what they're doing sometimes and guys got different problems on their own t- uh, yeah. but i'm a father of girls and <laughs> and so i'm a girl dad so i'm a lot pretty aware of what you know what they're going through a lot of the time and it's just a time of the year that's complicated and it's yeah. difficult yeah and i'll it, even but, i'll throw in there remember, rest of your life you i do. mean new year's eve is a whole nother deal yeah i remember boy. some great new year's eve mostly they've been they've been a wet noodle you know they've just been yeah they, the, a lot of wet of noodles them, yeah mostly wet noodles. mostly so been, yeah. <laughs> mostly wet noodles but i've had a couple i mean i did a new york one one year at oh, the waldorf Astoria, oh. and did the whole thing with the tuxedo and all that oh stuff. i love it had a couple square. of good ones you know somewhere in the uh Around round ninety, you know, really did it up big. Went to a ballroom where a friend of mine was playing and had some of that. That was really good, yeah. good memories. But most of them, you know, have just been flat. Dropping you know, the ball here <laughs> and deal with all that. Last thing you want to do is get drunk and drive. Right. For goodness, sake. I think the last two New Year's. 
This sounds terrible. I think the last two New Year's I was in bed by like nine or ten o'clock. Oh, me too. And I, just... I did that. Oh, I was last year. <laughs> I mean, awful. I don't even care to. But I mean, I don't even want to watch that. What? Why do I want to stay up when I don't stay up past ten o'clock? Because you get up at four o'clock in the morning for television or radio. Right. You don't do that normally. So why would I do it that night? Yeah. Yep. You know, no I've been doubt there, done it. that. No so doubt. I don't recommend going to New York for that. That's a pain in the butt. You know, up there, and it's not safe. Uh, it, not that it ever was, but it certainly isn't now. Yeah. And anytime a large crowd gathering, it's it's it sounds better in theory than it is because if you go down to Times Square, they herd you into pens like cattle, and you can't get out. Never and done. So it. people wear diapers and stuff like that. Oh my so god! So they have to pee. They're peeing in their pants. I swear oh there are no there. There's no exit to go do that. So people oh. are having to. It's it's miserable. It's and it's cold often. And uh, it's you know, just not. Now, I just want to thank you for something. You just took Times Square off my bucket list. Thank you very much. I was no, wanting put to go. It on you. It's not the only way to see. No, there's no way to see it. The Marriott Marquis Hotel. Okay. Has a has some glass windows if you can get the rooms that overlook Times Square. I've never done it, but I know they exist. That yeah. would be the way to do that. And same way when if you can find the right place to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You don't really want to go out there in the street with all the pickpockets and and hoodlums and everything else, and it's just not worth it. It's right. just not worth. It's it. off the list. If I took you it get off up the on list. a second floor of something where you're almost at eye level with the balloons. Yeah, that would be cool, but you have to do a lot of planning and you know go through people that really know what they're doing with hey, New York. You know what you just somewhere. did? You just came up with a great Christmas gift for somebody. That's a good idea, right there. Rooms right at eye level for the Macy's parade. Yeah, well, that would be yeah, that's true. But you got to do it the next year. Yeah, and someone has to do that with you. They many times these things are booked, and God knows what they're charging. You know, oh, it's yeah, like Taylor Swift tickets or Bruce Springsteen tickets. Oh, God. If you want to give those as gifts, forget it. Holy Christ! I mean, yeah, forget it. You got to forget. There are thousands now. There was a guy I saw a story. A guy who went online to buy Taylor Swift tickets, and he bought eight tickets. Not Taylor Swift. ZZ Top. And he punched something, and there was some kind of hiccup, and he ended up with eight front row Taylor Swifts, and he paid I don't know nine to a thousand dollars. He's going to sell them for eighty, a thousand a piece, yeah. front row, right? I mean, just, they'll go. They'll he'll buy, get people that will buy them. They will buy them. In fact, I might even. I mean, if I knew that, if I knew I could get a front row seat for a thousand for Taylor Swift, I would buy it for my daughter. Yeah, she'd she loves her it. so much. I would do. I would do that for her, but. I'll send you the article. I'll send you the article from the guy. He said he was going to sell them for a thousand a piece, and I know he could get more than that. I know he could. Well, yeah, the top ticket. Let's see, to cheapest. I mean, the most expensive the other day in that front section uh, in New York was twenty one thousand six hundred, and then in 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 Tampa was higher than that. It was thirty five. Unreal. Well, there's the perfect Christmas for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so, hey, I was going to say this earlier. You were talking about Christmas, too, and a lot of people that are alone now, there's a lot of divorce. There's a lot of families that have uh, separated or, you know, kids are spending time with mom and dad. So it is, and I, I think it is important to be sensitive to those uh, those people, yeah. too, that maybe it's not a good holiday for them, you know, and, and it isn't good for everybody. Uh, but I do love it. It's a time of year for me uh, that I just like to get together with family and friends, and you can get me nothing. I don't care. Just the get-together is good enough for me. No, I don't want anything. I mean, you know, no. There's well, nothing you can get me, really. Yeah, you got the mini pro hat. What, what else could you want? Right. I got a samurai sword. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this week, the holiday edition of 
sweeping the country. Until next time when we just beat Christmas up, I'm Derek Walker. He is Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day.